0: Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well today. Um, lots of cool stuff going on. It's Pisces season, so that's always exciting. I am a Pisces, so I definitely like this time of year. It's usually not the most inspiring for me, but it usually does end up having some kind of long-term um, effect on me. There's usually this, this time of year is usually the catalyst for something else to change. Uh, last year, it was a trip to the hospital, so hopefully it, it's a little bit less traumatic this time around, I'm hoping anyway. Um, on top of that it's also tax season definitely the first year that I've ever done my taxes on time so I'm proud of myself for that Um, and since my my day job is in sales obviously tax season is a very busy time of year for us so that's been a breakneck thing Um, I don't think I've worked less than 11 hours a day for the last two or three weeks now which is cool because you know there's money in it but at the same time it's like I, I definitely don't want to work that much so if anything, it's motivation to get my business off the ground so that I don't have to work anymore. Um, that's the goal. That's what I've been working on. On top of that, I do have some cool stuff coming up. I've been asked to do an episode on ADHD, and that's in the works. It's it's getting there. It's, I don't want to say it's almost done, but it's pretty close to being almost done. I'll probably have that up early next week sometime. It's looking like um, maybe a little bit sooner, Probably probably early next week, though. Um, Lots of interesting stuff with that. Definitely a lot of rabbit holes that I want to go down. Um, Just stuff that's related to that particular topic that I think is useful for everybody. Definitely some cool potential in there. So, good stuff coming. Um, Fortunately, also, the the amount of research that I'm doing for that episode has been pretty intense. So, fortunately, I had this episode and the next one already prepared. Um, So, that's all good to go. Alright, that being said, now that we're all caught up, I have uh, recently... Been kind of recommitting to studying some of my uh, alternative interests. So philosophy and health are two of those. And this will probably be the last philosophy episode for a while. It's not about philosophy, but it is about mindset a little bit, uh, which I think that you know psychology is very useful. But without philosophy, it's kind of dead. It's not really. It's like it's like having a lifeless body because philosophy is essentially well, how do you Use your mind how do you think how do you choose to see the world what mindset do you pick um, and so the book I just finished is it, it was the fundamental principles of the metaphysic of morals uh, by Immanuel Kant and I want to talk about a couple things in it um, it was a really good read it was maybe a little bit challenging to read but it, it definitely left me with some good takeaways that I think are very practical so let's talk about it one of the main themes is if morals are subjective and, you know, they're different for different people. How do we establish a code of conduct for ourselves? What may be acceptable for one person may look wrong to somebody else. And his solution was to say that we should only make decisions that we would want to become universal laws. So basically, imagine that if we make this decision one time, we would always have to make that same decision every time that we're faced with that same scenario. But not only that, we have to imagine that the rest of the world will also have to make that same decision. So if you're trying to decide whether or not you should lie to somebody, for example, you should ask yourself, would it make sense that this becomes a universal law? You always have to lie for the rest of your life. And on top of that, everyone is always going to lie to you whenever they deal with a similar situation and they'll lie to each other as well. And that, that puts it in a very different perspective. But let me explain why I'm so excited to learn this. It's because it's incredibly practical. Actually, the more I think about it, the more practical it seems. There's a couple of reasons that this works. And let's take the subjectivity out of the equation, just all This is philosophy, so we could argue about it forever. But let's focus on why we should be doing this, aside from just being a good person, whatever. In this example, if you always lie, that's a very destructive personality trait. That's going to hurt you tremendously in the long run because nobody's ever going to trust you. And beyond that, you won't trust yourself either. But let's forget about what everybody else thinks, because I know that everybody wants to hear about their favorite person. And remember this, you are a community. You do not live in isolation. You have to deal with the consequences of the decisions that you made yesterday. Your future self will have to deal with the consequences of the decisions that you make today. You're not the same person that you were five years ago, but that person's choices are still affecting you now. So let's look at a different scenario, one that I actually encountered last night. I was trying to decide, should I eat one more cookie? Now, in the grand scheme of things, that one cookie is not going to make a difference. But if I decide to eat that last cookie and that choice becomes a universal law and I get stuck always eating one more cookie whenever I think about it, that's definitely not in alignment with my vision of the future. Thinking about that made me realize what he's really driving at. When you make that decision once, it's a very slippery slope. We like to think that we're making rational decisions, but most of the time, we're really not. We're kidding ourselves if we think that the laws of nature don't apply to us. If I make the decision to eat that cookie, it would be so easy for me to make that same decision again tomorrow night. My unconscious goes, well, I made that decision before, you know, it's comfortable and it's allowed, obviously. then maybe I'll do it a third time. And before you know it, that that extra cookie becomes a habit. You see, that one cookie, it's not a big deal. It really isn't. But a habit of eating extra cookies, that definitely is a problem. A lot of times we only think about what's right in front of us. We see that one cookie and we think, well, that's not so bad because the one cookie isn't. But we neglect to consider the long-term consequences of the quality of the decisions that we make. That's why I love this idea of imagining that it has to become a universal law because it really puts things in perspective for us. He talks about how we sometimes start to believe that the laws of nature don't apply to us. We feel like we can get away with things without the law of cause and effect kicking in. But guess what? Nature is blind and neutral. It does not make exceptions just because we tell ourselves that it was a one-time thing. It's usually a little bit easier to see the issues in other people's lives than in our own, and because of this, thinking about what would happen if someone else always made that same decision can really help us look at things in a, a little bit more objectively. It puts in a, a different perspective for us. We like to think that we're rational creatures, and we are sometimes, but most of the time we're really not. And we may be able to justify why we did something after the fact, but more often than not, the decisions that we make are driven by emotion and habit. And it's really important to begin to recognize this trait in ourselves because if we ignore it then it's impossible to fix it so telling ourselves that this decision won't really affect me and the consequences don't apply because of xyz or eh, it'll be fine i'm, I'm not going to have the same problem as everybody else it's a destructive mindset to have you're not going to get away with something if you look at a situation and you're trying to make a choice and you think that you can get away with it, but you don't think that your friend would get away with it or other people would get away with it, and you look at them and say, oh, well, that would definitely be destructive. Well, the same thing applies to you, and we are all guilty of making this decision, of thinking that we can get away with something. When we think like this, we are ignoring the laws of nature, and we might as well be trying to swim against a riptide. One of the examples he gave to illustrate this rule also really resonated with me. I'll read the quote to you, and then I'll I'll, I'll give you my take on it. Now we see at once that a system of nature, of which it should be a law to destroy life by means of the very feeling whose special nature it is to impel to the improvement of life, would contradict itself, and therefore could not exist as a system of nature. Hence, that maxim could not possibly exist as a universal law of nature, and consequently would be wholly inconsistent with the supreme principle of all duty. Anyway, while it's a bit of a mouthful, let's talk about it. He's basically saying that the depression is there to impel you to fix something. There are major problems in your life, and you have a tool called depression that is there to help you fix it. Without that feeling of depression, you probably would not be very motivated to get up and change things. So nature gives you encouragement in the form of negative feelings to tell yourself, hey, this is ruining your life. Go do something about it. And I was really excited to see this because I talk about this all the time, and I don't hear people talk about it a whole lot. So to see somebody like well-known that wrote about this however long ago like was really exciting to me. Unfortunately, we are never taught this. We're taught that we should be happy all the time, and if we're not, then there's something wrong with us. We also live in an Amazon Prime society, one that is obsessed with quick fixes and instant gratification. Instead of facing those negative feelings head-on, we like to distract ourselves and medicate ourselves into oblivion in order to avoid feeling anything. So he's saying that this is a natural condition. Nature put it there for a reason. If instead of trying to improve our life, we decide to end it, that's a major contradiction in the eyes of nature. If doing so became a law of nature, just imagine how quickly our species would die out. It would be like deciding that every time you get hungry, you should just end it all instead of eating something. Like this, oh, this hunger is such a negative feeling. And it's like, yes, it is, but it's there to compel you to do something because you need food. Depression is the same thing. It's it's usually more subtle than that. It's usually, it usually takes some work to figure out what it is that's driving that, but there's something there. It doesn't just come out of nowhere. Yes, there are chemical imbalances. Yes, there are physiological reasons for it. Absolutely, there is a mind-body connection. There is a, a template of mind-body-spirit. Like You have to have all three things working in harmony in order to be healthy if one of them is out of balance the others are going to be out of balance as well you can't ignore the physical but the physical and the mental re- interact with each other so deeply you know negative thinking can produce negative chemicals in your body and the other way around you know those positive chemicals being released can cause you to think differently it's a constant never-ending cycle for better or worse and i don't know him saying that just it struck a chord with me and i wanted to share it it resonated a lot i think that there's a lot of room to explore just in that one quote, but the key points I took from this book are pretty simple. When you imagine that every choice that you make becomes a universal law, it does two things. First, you think what it would be like if this became a habit. Uh, most ha- most bad habits are formed because we let ourselves get away with something just that one time. And then it's just one more time. And then, you know, we didn't realize how difficult it would be to stop. It's how a lot of addiction starts, too, unfortunately. And knowing this is important to catch these things at the beginning before they become habits. In thinking like this, it it puts things in perspective to realize that this probably isn't going to be a one-time thing. It's a decision that we're going to be faced with over and over again, pretty much every day. And what we do now starts drawing a map that our brain is going to want to continue to follow. So we need to make sure that we draw the map that is taking the most efficient route to the correct destination. Secondly, Thinking of this decision becoming a universal law puts things in a more realistic perspective because we tend to think of the short term and we get stuck in our perspective. If I'm trying to decide whether or not I should eat another cookie, it seems like a big deal to me at the time. It really does. It's like I'm hungry and I'm craving sugar and there's an emotion in there that's motivating me. And on top of that, the one cookie doesn't seem like that big of a deal and I can always work it off tomorrow and all that other stuff. And to me, it it might look like a good idea. However, if somebody else was struggling with this this decision, I know exactly what I would say to them. I would say, you know, it's just one cookie now, but then it's one every day, you know, and then it turns into two a day and so on and so forth. And your life is made up of these little decisions and the quality of your day-to-day choices is going to determine the quality of your life in the long run. I would say all that and a little bit more because I can be a little preachy sometimes. So when I think about someone else doing it, that makes it easier for me to remind myself, hey, like you're not special. You don't, get to, you don't get to get away with anything. It's easy to tell myself that I won't get sucked into a bad habit of eating too much sugar. But imagining somebody else doing it, that helps me look at the situation a little bit more objectively. And I have to remind myself that I'm not special. I just I, I'm just as prone to unhealthy habits as everyone else. This doesn't mean that I'm never going to eat cookies again. Actually, if I'm being honest, if I had cookies right now, I would go eat them because I've been talking about them this entire episode and now I really want one. (laughs) But the moral of the story is to broaden your perspective or something. I don't know. I'm hungry now. I can't focus. Um, Just imagining that each decision is getting locked in as a as a universal law for everyone and forever is a great exercise to help you make better choices. You'll very quickly start noticing just how often you try to lie to yourself and pretend that you can get away with things that you know you can't. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Don't forget to check me out on TikTok and Instagram. Um, I'm still new to TikTok, but I'm learning, and I think it's it's actually a lot of fun. Um, so there's definitely some good content out there, and I post much more. Cons- well, not more consistently, but I post much more frequently on TikTok than I do on anything else just because it takes me 30 seconds to make a TikTok video. It takes a couple of days for me to put together a, an episode. So stay in touch, guys. I will talk to you soon. Lots of good stuff coming down the road.